Welcome to the Beanball Podcast, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. I am Brady O'Callaghan. With me, as always, is Joey Price in the flesh. Right here, sitting in front of me, this old bag of bones. Hey, that's me. I got uh, a trash bag, and I fucking filled it with bones, and I bring it with me everywhere. Yeah. You got to stop bringing that over to my apartment, dude. (laughs) Uh, Today on the podcast, we have our very good friend, Francis Hamilton. Hello. Hi, Francis. Hey, guys. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Of course. Uh, Francis is a fan of the Yankees. Yes. And... um, we hate that. We hate it. Yeah. As we hate it as much as we love Francis, I'd say. Oh, th- thank you. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> yeah, that says a lot about how much we like you. Because yeah. yeah. we absolutely hate it. No, no. I, I, you know, I know you really hate the Yankees. So I'm, I'm yeah. kind of like, I'm blushing right now. Yeah. It's really nice to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, wipe that smile off your yeah, face. You're fucking done for this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um,. But why don't we kick things off with a little bit of news? Yes. Cool. Up first, Cody Bellinger is on pace to have an over 15 war season, which could be the highest in baseball history by an offensive player. So he's so good this year. He's so good. I mean, it probably won't happen, right? It's it's early yet. You're, you're going to expect him to fall down to earth a little bit. But it's crazy how good he's been. Yeah, really, really good. He was the NL MVP. Right, two years ago? Uh, no, rookie of the year. Yeah, or rookie yeah, rookie of the year. Yes. That's what yeah, I meant. Yeah, That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and last, then last year, year he was like fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe didn't quite live up to what his freshman year had sent him off to do. Yeah. But he's back. I mean, he's looking at like a Barry Bonds, Mike Trout, Babe Ruth esque season. Yeah. You know, he's Mookie really that's like yeah, he's having an, a one for the ages. His home runs. I mean, that guy and this new kid, Pete Alonso, right, mm-hmm. for yeah. the Mets. I, I I feel like Cody, we've been watching for a while, though, with the home run derby stuff, and he, he's just, like, already exciting because he's not exactly the sort of build that you expect that from, yeah. but he's very fun to watch. Very handsome, too. Very hard to watch for being <laughs> as handsome as he is. You just where does jealousy. he get off? Yeah, it's not okay. We're all in a um, home run pool where basically we chose a bunch of players ahead of the uh, season that were all in different categories, and um, mm-hmm. uh, whoever hits the most home runs, uh, we'll talk about it later because Francis is absolutely crushing us in this. Uh, but no, not a single person chose Cody Bellinger uh, no. in the league at all. Not one person took him. I can't and believe it. Boy, were what we a mistake! <laughs> yeah. yep. We were all wrong. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. So yeah, uh, it's you know as much as I hate the Dodgers, it, he's really fun to watch. Um, in San Diego, there was, I guess this is a new uh, segment on the podcast. Was there a B delay? And yes, there was. San Diego Padres had a B delay uh, for a, a little while. They couldn't play because there were a bunch of bees on the field. This time, the players were smart not to try to be funny uh, in the middle of it and try to do some sort of stupid antics. They just actually brought a beekeeper in to take care of the solution. That's pretty lucky of us. The the very first day that we do the was there a bee delay segment that there was, in fact. This is crazy because we've been planning to do the was there a bee delay. (laughs) I want to see that movie, though. I want to. No, I just want to see the. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to see the phone call. That that beekeeper got. 
Oh, for yeah. sure. Was yeah, he, yeah. Where was he when he got the news? Yeah. We need you to come in. <laughs> Baseball's on the line. Yeah. And he was, that was going to be his last day of work. He yeah. was going to retire at the end of that day. And then he got called back in for this one last job. Yeah. The bees killed him, but his son <laughs> took over. <laughs> so what, I mean, I think I recently read that bees are sort of on an upswing in terms of population which is great yes. we need bees they're so good yeah the, but what would happen if they suddenly became super endangered what happens that i don't game know game is canceled they right be fucking up baseball stadiums I'll tell you that much yeah it game. would probably I'm be sorry. less of a threat but <laughs> yeah may, i don't know if they were in dane if they were actually an endangered species like what happens if a bunch prob- of bald eagles come in and just roost in the bleacher seats you know? yeah i don't know i mean i guess you call in an expert you probably call in a bald eagle keeper and they don't, I don't know. They have a method yeah. maybe not to kill. Now them. we got a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that's a movie. Now that's what I call a movie. A movie. <laughs> okay. Famous movie compilation. Um, Scherzer refused to be pulled from a game when he was dominating and went on to strike out Joey Votto for his 15th K of the game. Yeah. This is cool. He just like, the manager like took a step out of the dugout and Scherzer just stared him down the entire time that he was walking out to him and just was like, no, I'm not leaving. And then struck out the next dude. It was awesome. That is great. Yeah. It's got to be feel so terrible for that manager <laughs> to make the effort to walk out there and then immediately be, um, you know, just told no in front of thousands it's of okay, viewers. Man. It's okay. Uh, you'll get them next time. Uh, you know, you're just trying to do your job, but yeah. No. Okay. 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 All right. You know, you know, I'm going to give you a pat anyway. Just that's all, that's all I can do in this situation. Just I actually, uh, I didn't actually come out here to take you out. Uh, yeah. I was just kind of coming to say hi. And uh. yeah, I wasn't going to take you out. Everybody else is just giving him a hard time about. They're like, "You came to take him out." He's like, "No." (laughs) (laughs) Okay, please. Okay, I'll keep you in the game. Please be cool. I'm gonna turn around, (laughs) smile, and give a huge thumbs up to everybody. I'm not gonna do that for you. He's gonna stay in. (laughs) Don't embarrass me. Just please don't embarrass me after the game. That's the reason the Nationals go through so many different managers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the players are such bullies. They just break their hearts every time they try to get them off the mound. Uh, it's a, I, I feel like the stories often around this are when this, like, um, uh, who was it? The guy that was on the, Matt Harvey on the Mets, like, in the World Series in 2015. Yeah, you get to like, see the other end of that uh, He wasn't taken out. And he, he was like, I want to stay in, even though the manager wanted to take him out. And then he blew the game. Yeah. So it was, it was fun seeing it this way. There's a very cool clip, too, of Mike Mussina doing that mm-hmm. uh, with Joe Torre. And he, he's just, yeah, you, you see him in slow motion being like, get back in that dugout. <laughs> and you see Torre's like, fine, okay, okay. He like doesn't even make it up the steps. He's like, all right, okay. And he finishes it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, Jay Bruce got traded again. He is now a uh, Philadelphia Philly. He is, yeah. He's traded from the Seattle Mariners to the Phillies for prospects. This is, I don't know, the billionth time he's been traded. So I took a look just because I'm like, what team is Jay <laughs> Bruce on anymore? Uh, he That's the other new segment that we're starting. Yeah. What team is Jay Bruce on? That's going to be a hit. Uh, spent seven seasons with Cincinnati, mm-hmm. seven or eight. I and then... For the next 
four years, I think this will be the eighth or ninth team Jeez. that he's been on. That's wow. crazy. Um, yeah. Let's he, see. Let's let's see how many we can name, Francis. Okay. Uh, the Mets. Yeah. Um, the Mariners. You said Cincinnati, <laughs> so he was the Reds. So he he, <laughs> yeah. he goes back and forth a little bit. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. He probably did. He go back to the Reds at some point. So he okay. Maybe I made this up and misread this. He goes Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, starts 2016. Cincinnati goes to the Mets. Then it, uh, it goes Mets to Cleveland to Mets to Seattle to Philly. Okay, sure, sure, sure. So I don't know. I think he's That's just hopping around a lot, especially in such a short time frame. Yeah, I yeah. think. And I've said this before. He's the perfectly tradable player. Yeah, for sure. Because he's someone you want on your team, but yeah. maybe not yeah. someone that you're gonna like hold on to forever. Yeah, exactly. If, Somebody like the Mariners who are not gonna make it this year. He's an asset to them to a team this year, but probably not much after this year. So, yeah, that's really true. I could see Jay Bruce getting added to any team and not being surprised, and also being like, "Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, 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 good. He's good. on a that winning should, team. Yeah, that should help. Yeah, exactly. He will help the Phillies. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, finally, he played forty-three games with Cleveland, and that's it. Wow. How many home runs did he hit in forty-three games? Ooh. Let me see where that is. Sorry to put you on the spot. No, it's yeah. okay. But uh, only, well, he hit seven. That's pretty yeah. good. That's well, pretty good. Seven for 43. Last piece of news is the uh, Major League Baseball draft starts today. Um, we don't really know anybody in the draft class. Yeah, we they're all uh, 17 <laughs> years old. Yeah, they're so, so young. Um which is crazy, and they, you know, they get drafted now, and you you don't see them in the majors for a couple of seasons anyway. Um, the may, the baseball draft is so interesting because it it a lot of them aren't going to hit. A lot of the really high draft, um, you know, folks are not not going to uh, end up making it. Yeah, I I, I got to claim ignorance too. I'm not even exactly sure how the draft works because of the whole international market and yeah. college and everything involved with that. Uh, I, th- I think the international market is separate from the draft. Mm-hmm. I think that's all like international money plays a part. I think the owners want there to be an international draft, but I think that that would be bad for the players, the international players. So right. I, mm-hmm. um, uh, well, sure. Cause now you get, there's been like 16 year old kids yeah. who are getting, millions of dollars to sign sort of like bonuses to minor league camps yeah, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, it'll be, uh, it's, it's always interesting when it's like, Oh, that guy that we drafted, he's actually doing well three years after the fact that we drafted him. Yeah. I'm excited to read names tomorrow and then never see those names ever again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how it works. Oh, well, um, well, that's the news of the week. We'll have another check-in next week about uh, were th- was there a B delay and what team is Jay Bruce play for now. Uh, we'll make sure to, to do those uh, every week going forward. Yeah, make sure to tweet at us, too, if uh, you have any insights into where Jay Bruce is playing or if there's a bunch of Bs <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, make sure you tweet at us for sure about that kind of stuff. Uh, you could also email us, thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. We've got filters set up for B-Delay and for what team does Jay Bruce play for now. So if you just put those into your subject line, they'll get right to the top of the pile. Thank you so much. (laughs)
so we're here to talk about the Yankees. Um, uh, as always, you know, we, uh, we, we, we bring a, a beer. We have a beer or two while we talk the podcast because there's the only thing better than drinking a brewski at a ball game is drinking a brewski while you're doing a podcast about the ball game. <laughs> yeah, that old saying. Crack of the back, crack of the can. That's right. No soundboard, <laughs> just Joe. Just yeah, thumbing for your drink. From probably fool, fooled some people out there. Um, so the uh, today we're drinking a couple of different local New York beers, and um, they were chosen because Yankee Stadium has very bad beer choices. And so instead of um, choosing one of those, uh, the basically the best beer that they have is Blue Point. Uh, which is like a sponsored beer of theirs. Uh, and Blue Point is owned by Anheuser-Busch. And so instead of doing that, I just bought a couple of local ones that you cannot find at the stadium. It starts now, Francis. Sorry, yeah, buddy. Right away, we, we got problems. And listen, I you can go to a ball game and drink whatever you want. I don't really care. Like, I, you know, sure. drink, drink it. Uh, especially, like, drink the cheap stuff. I, I do that when I go to a ball game. But I'd like that there's at least options at... Mm-hmm. Uh, stadiums for better beer yeah and it's too bad that with like how big of a uh city new york is that like the best that they offer is a, a pretty mediocre not even owned by anheuser-busch right lager i mean don't get me wrong if i'm going to yankee state and stadium i'm getting that 25 ounce bud light line yeah sure, sure. and cracking yeah. that that's fine yeah but the options I just you want gotta the have options. options sure so that's already a problem Okay, I I don't know if I don't know if that's something I'm gonna defend. Well, it's, it's they're your team, dude. Yeah, you know, if I was gonna take this from the standpoint of a fan who needs to defend everything about the Yankees, I yeah. think I could say, you know, you gotta have those international beers. There were the New York Yankees. All our players are international. Everything about uh, uh, New York is. Uh, is about that diversity, you know? You can't just go local Brooklyn white guy brewery. Okay, so you're calling Anheuser-Busch an international brewery, dude? It's an international (laughs) brewery (laughs) that's made... You know what? I Here's... The stadium's real fancy. You know, when you go up to those beers, you know they're getting fancy because there's a duck on on the tap. There's like a, a goose... It's just its yeah. face mm-hmm. pouring out of there, and you know that's going to be hoppy when you when you taste it in your mouth. Sure, yeah. mm-hmm. and I, you get that. At the I stadium. can't believe that you're standing up for them like this, Francis. I I have to because <laughs> who else will? <laughs> Yeah, no, what truly, I do think true. is no one's standing up for him. And this is entirely colored by the fact that I hate the Yankees. But what's unforgivable is that Blue Point made a pinstripe pilsner. Mm. Yeah, that they sell like I think exclusively at the ballpark. Maybe. Yeah, I'll yeah. never drink it. No way, I'm never gonna have that one. I'll tell you that for free. Are you sure? I thought you liked pilsners. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, here's the thing, Francis- Blue Point. If you're listening. Oh yeah yeah. Hey, we'd love to have you sponsor the pod. You sent us some pinstripe pills. We're going to drink that pinstripe pills. We know that we've been giving you a hard time here, okay? But we'll drink the pinstripe pills and we'll happily talk about it. Thanks so much for your consideration. Send us some money, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. You guys seem to take a complete 180 there. (laughs) Well... You know, you know, we'll sell out at a moment's notice for sure. It seemed like you were going to be viciously attacking me for the beers that they sell at Yankee Stadium, and you did a complete turnaround when you realize mm. a, a company that you know that makes 
good beer is affiliated with the Yankees in some Francis. way. Francis, I'm fucking tired of this already. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. It's okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Should we uh, talk walk-up tunes? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I say let's do it. Mm. Um, up first, we got Didi Gregorius uh, with... Y'all check it. Call Lil C's. Lil Notorious B.I.G. Oh my God. Another one where for sure he picked this because yeah, it sounds like Rick Orr. Yeah, it rhymes with his name. Yep. That's so fun. Yeah. He's, He's a good a cool choice. Dude. Yeah. Oh God, I don't want to talk about how I yet like Chili. any of the Yankees. How cool but is Gregorius, Gregorius though? Great. He's good. I love Dee Dee. <laughs> He's knighted. He's served. Oh my God. He's He's yeah. so cool. Yeah, he's a Danish knight, right? I think he speaks three or four languages. Yeah, he's very cool. Yeah, sucks that he's a Yankee and that we can't like him. I don't know. I, I, I think it's nice. He's in New York. He's got a great audience. A lot of people get to enjoy him. That's all you get out of us, Fran. <laughs> yeah. We love Didi, for sure. He's also got the best smile in baseball. Yeah, great smile. For sure. What a good... He seems like a very friendly, approachable, nice guy. Yep, yeah, I agree. And yep. I think this is a good pick. Um, up next, we got James Paxton, pitcher, mm. with Andy Mineo. Okay. Coming in hot. Pretty good theme for a pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. He is coming in hot. Would you get warmed up to this, you think? If you were, like, throwing in some pitches? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could get warmed. I could get in the zone, I think. you get warmed to this? I think I could see myself, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the catcher. I'm focusing on the catcher's mitt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything else is kind of silent around me. I, I hear this song. You know, I think wow, about I it because I think every softball game that you've played, I've seen you whisper, I'm coming in hot. That's true. Before <laughs> every pitch. Before every slow pitch. <laughs> wow, Joey, maybe you should play this song. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Um, up next, we got Brett Gardner. <laughs> With Luke Bryan's What Makes You Country. The name of the song. It is exactly the kind of song you think it is. For a boy from South Carolina? I mean, he's a country boy, and ain't no one going to fault him for that. Sure. But this is like the exact country song that people hate, and it's what they think it is. This is, it, yeah, This if you, like, manufactured a country song, it would sound like this. We do know, though, that Brett Gardner hasn't been in the South again since he was nine years old. He's been on the New York Yankees. Probably, he was probably in the farm system when he was 12. Didn't have hair then. What is, what is he singing about in this song? Literally, he's singing about, like, boots. Oh, boy. You can be a cowboy. This is terrible. Yeah, it's not good. This is really bad. Sorry, Brett. Sorry, Luke. Yeah, I'm going to have to give this one a 9 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next I, have a, one. I have a question, Brady, because yeah. you, you like country music. Love country music. We really haven't found a country song yet that you've liked that much. That's not, There's one song on the uh, country song that I liked a lot, um, but fully acknowledge that it is kind of one of those songs. Oh, I guess I don't remember that. It's called remember Running us- Out of Moonlight. Um, okay, yeah, that's <laughs> vaguely... I remember the one that we both liked was kind of more of like a gritty... almost Snake like, Farm? Yeah. 
Yeah, Snake Farm was pretty good. Yeah, that was good, but that was a little bit different than like your kind of country pop fair. Yeah, that I would kind of put this music as honestly. I mean the the popular country artists that are actually making good music are uh, women artists, and I don't see a lot of women there artists. There aren't on these. a lot of women artists on this. This is that is true. I don't know if we've had one yet. Rihanna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We've Which had Rihanna. She transcends. Oh, and we had um mm-hmm. uh um Timber. Um Oh yeah, Kesha. Kesha, yeah. Also very good. Yeah. Um okay, this one is Austin Romine, Rival Sons. Yes, he's our worst. backup catcher. The song's called Do Your Worst and And they did. <laughs> oh wow. boy. You know what? This is this like song matches his play style and his position and everything about him as a person. It it completely makes sense. Yeah, I don't mind this. It just actually, sounds like yeah. a little Black Keys rip off. It, it, it uh, when he came in and started singing, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, I think if you saw Austin Romine, you'd be like, "This makes sense. This this is who this dude is." Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, just like to right. imagine that. Um, do your worst is exactly what he thinks every single time he goes out to play. This music <laughs> also. <laughs> and that's my hope for him. <laughs> Next up, we have Luke Voigt with a classic. What? Mm-hmm. Nelly featuring Murphy Lee of the St. Lunatics Air Force Ones. Luke Voigt is such a anomaly of a human yeah how old is he this song is not new <laughs> he's either, and it's not even look he's either 17 years old or 43 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he is str- yeah and uh is he good again or is he, he's good this yeah. season yeah he's still but he was not very good last season right no, he uh, he was good and then not very good, and now he's good. And essentially, he's like, he did not play a lot of games for the Cardinals last season. He got traded to the Yankees and was immediately very good. Yeah, that fucking figure. And then hit a ton of home runs and had some ridiculous <sighs> average for the end of the year. Um, that was uh, that's a fun song. Yeah, it's just such a strange choice for him. Yeah, it is. He was born in 1991, which would make him 27 or 28. Yeah, yeah he was pretty much. Not really, but sort of a career minor le- minor leaguer for a bit, and uh, for whatever reason, just figured it out. He's been great. Nice. I mean, that song came out when I was in like middle school. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he was like in kindergarten, maybe or something. Well, I think he wrote it. <laughs> oh. I oh. I don't know why. I'm just constantly surprised that uh, Nelly still gets radio play. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. make a lot of sense, but it's a, not a bad song. No, not a bad song. Love that song. All right, we did those tunes. Uh, uh, bad Bunny checking. Oh wow, I almost forgot, but I did check. They got it. They got it. So wow, Fran, you'll be happy to know that is one point for the Yankees above the Red Sox. And that's one. That's one. What that's, happened? They have Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. The artists and the Red Sox are the only team so far where a player does not have a Bad Bunny song. I should really check in and That's see bizarre. if Boston Red Sox ever updated to see if they got a Bad Bunny song on it. Yeah. Do you guys get it now? Do you see what's wrong with that team? 
I mean, yeah, I do. I really do see what's wrong with the Red Sox. Is Although Kevin softened softened me to them when we had him on. We'll see if you can do the same yeah. thing. Yankees, mm-hmm. who's your favorite? Uh, sorry, Francis. Who's your favorite team again? The New York Yankees. <laughs> Excellent. All right, I'm going to play this. All right, so we're... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, booing is funny. It's oh, very man. good. All right, so Francis, you're a Yankees fan. Yes. Uh, you grew up as one, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, talk, yeah, talk to us about um, the, you know, the highs, and they've only been highs, of being a Yankees fan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's good. It's the good life, guys. I, I can't lie to you. I can't I can't sit here and say the times have been hard, but they've they've been hard. There've been hard times. W- w- name one time in your lifetime, in your lifetime. I did. <laughs> Unbelievable. I did he's fucking he's thing, ruining our podcast. He's a Yankees a Yankees fan comes to Bray's beautiful apartment. Thank mm-hmm. you. And you're welcome. I love it. And ruins our podcast. Well, that was my intention <laughs> from the start. Uh, one time in your life where you were, um, yeah, where it was a real low, a real low. A real low? Um, you know what? I, I was at Derek Jeter's last game, and uh, I, I saw the walk-off, and then, you know, I realized... Never gonna get to see anything this like that. Sucks. <laughs> this sucks. My no. God. Uh, oh no. Oh God. I mean, no. There's. I think um, it's it's very hard to be upset. If anything, I've been bored by the Yankees, but not in the they win all the time way. In the way of like, uh, it felt like a lot of those years after two thousand nine were the time where I started to like really get into baseball as opposed to, you know, being a kid and just enjoying baseball and sort of, uh, you know, living on your own and watching the games for the first time, uh, by myself, as opposed to like having a a large community of family to watch them with or stuff like that. And those years, just like those teams were fine. They were good. Yeah. But I didn't like, I didn't like them. Yeah, I, I guess the 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 lowest point for a fan was like twenty twelve when twenty twelve was when a they very were like weird year eighty three and seventy nine or something like that, and they what? still had a winning record, and they should have been a lot worse than they were. But and I don't like I, I I don't know if there's anything I don't know if it was enjoyable for everybody, but I joke about the Derek Jeter thing, but there were three or four years there where. Every game was just a goodbye tour for a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's obnoxious as a fan, too, when you're just like, hey, I'm tired of saying goodbye to this guy every right. time mm-hmm. I'm tuning into what there's 162 of these games. Yeah. And if you like watching baseball, you're, you're going to get really sick of them telling you like how how great the people who are leaving are. Right. Yeah. You, you get tired of that, too. I do get tired of it. But it only happens uh, for Yankees players. That happened like once in my life, and it was for Jim Tomey. Sure. And I don't even think he got it the to the extent that like Rivera or Jeter, 
Like in terms of where no, every not at all. every stadium that they're going yeah, to. Yeah, did the Tampa Rays make like a sand sculpture for Jim Tome? <laughs> yeah, like it was just it it was incessant. That's, yeah, um, and it's only the fucking Yankees. He was also Jeter was like a huge. He was. Michael Jordan. Yes, for, for sure. He was, yes. He was he, like the sports most the face of famous, the, of, popular player. Yes, he was the face of baseball, for sure. Um, so you you grew up in like a heyday of Yankees baseball. Yeah, I would uh, say uh, yeah. uh, I probably went to my first game in like 94, 95, and 96 was when everything started going right yeah. for them. They won the series in 96. Mm-hmm. 96, 97, 98, right? Uh. 96, 97, um, Cleveland lost the World Series. Okay, so 96, 98, 98 99, 2000. Yes. And then they lost in 01. Yes. Um, and there's the the one everybody forgets somewhere in there, and then there's 09. And oh, yeah, 03 others. they won. 03, yes. And then 09. There's the Mets series in 2000. So, yep. Right. I actually got so, so angry. Many. <laughs> so fucking many. As you were listing them off, I was like, surely I mean, they'll stop. I ate, but it, it's also, it's like you grew up in the Northeast. You grew up in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, I don't, I can't fault you for like, you're growing up near Yankees baseball at you a time try, when dude. they are so good. Your dad is a huge Yankees fan as well. Correct? Yeah, he is. Did he grow up loving fan. them? He did, and um, a lot of members of his family. Uh, he, my dad, grew up in like married in Connecticut, and it's it is that sort of thing that I'm sure you talked about with Kevin, where half of Connecticut is like Red Sox fans, and half of them are Yankee fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of his family were Red Sox fans, but I guess an uncle took him to Yankee Stadium, and Mickey Mantle hit a home run, and he was like five years old, and he was like, "Oh, I guess this is me from here on out." Like. Yeah, no, I get it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a Absolutely. fun way to start liking it. And it makes me appreciate how you like it a little bit more. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, if it's what, you guys instilled gonna... in you from a young age, and then also the team is like one of the best teams that has ever played, like has has this insane, um, uh, you know, peak of, of a franchise. It's fun, guys. Come on. And, and you like... You like Tyrion, right? You like Game of Thrones. You like Tyrion, but he's he's a Lannister, right? And, but he makes the Lannisters cool. You kind of you kind of want to root for them. I'm more of Who are are you saying that you're Tyrion? In this scenario, <laughs> I'm Peter Dinklage, and I have a lot of money, and I go onto podcasts and I talk about it. <laughs> okay. I watched mm-hmm. one episode of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It was the second to last episode. Uh-huh. I was mm-hmm. bored to tears because it was just payoff from everything that I'd never uh-huh. paid attention to. Uh-huh. Who is your favorite character? Yeah. Um, I mean, truly, I have no idea. I, yeah, I guess sure, the dragon? The horse? <laughs> yeah, the dragon's a good answer. Dragon was good. The second to last horse. episode, I'd definitely go with that horse. <laughs> the white yeah, horse. The yeah. Horses, yeah, the horse um, is good. I guess we... Um, here's why... We, let's talk about why we don't like the Yankees. Okay. Okay, how is much time okay? you got? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of, for the opposite reason... I, it was instilled in me from a young age to not like the Yankees as much as it was. Like, my dad was a big Padres fan. I kind of was, like, anti-Padres as, like, a jerk kid, you Mm -hmm. know? But he didn't really, like, care. The only thing he cared about was, like, making me not like the Yankees. Brady, can you believe (laughs) being rebellious by not liking the Padres? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, God. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, yeah, he's always right. been a rebel. What can what I say? I was I don't know why I did that. <laughs> uh, like, it would have been more fun if I, I liked guess, them. Yeah, that's fun though. Yeah, your dad instilled in you a love for yeah, the Yankees, and your dad instilled a hate. <laughs> yeah, um, my dad I think was um, pretty neutral mm-hmm. on the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Not I like I can't imagine that he loves the Yankees or anything. Um, but I we were just big Cleveland fans, and uh, New York at the time that I fell in love with baseball was. Around that 95, 96, 97 era. So, yeah, and the Indians they were, were giving really us cool heat. back then, too. They were so cool. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It's a weird thing, too, because I remember like an, uh, a big reason that I, that was like, oh, they, they just spend so much money. They can just buy the wins. They can just buy these good players and stuff like that. And weirdly, that argument has only made me like them in more recent years. I was just going to say, that was a huge reason why I didn't like them. Because it was like, it's unfair. They have so much money, they can just buy all the premier talent that they want. But the flip side of that is, oh yeah, they're spending money yeah. on people and paying them what they're worth. Yeah. Which These is owners good. are billionaires that could decide to spend a lot more money if they just decided if they wanted to. Yep. So... Nothing is stopping them. Maybe the Yankees have a little bit more appeal because they're in New York, you know, but, like, st- still, like, uh, any any player can be, you know, probably convinced to play for a team if they're offered enough money. Yeah, I don't... I, I think you hear about it sometimes, and I think sometimes because there's so many of them and it's very silly, but New York fans kind of feel like, they're the exception and a player would choose New York if, sure. if an offer was close or something like that. Right. But there's no way they're going to do that. I yeah, mean, players players are encouraged by other players to, you know, take the contract that offers yeah. the most. It's the best for everybody. Yeah, for sure. And I, I guess I don't mind if a player, like, was a prospect of a team and like, grew up with that team and was good with that team. Like, maybe if they wanted to stay with that team for a, Slightly lesser amount that they could get elsewhere. I kind of buy that argument. Yeah. But otherwise, I, if you're yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. And that seems to have been the story for you know like Dylan Batansis and Jeter, as far as the Yankees are concerned. Yeah. And yeah. other people, but um, I uh, I also guess I don't. Another reason I don't like the Yankees <laughs> is um, as though I, if I needed another one, kind of sounds. I don't want to. I don't say. So far, I feel like you guys really like the Yankees. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know how you could be confused. I don't about know. That. It kind of feels like they're winning you over. Um, the the kind of the corporateness of them, mm-hmm. I find gross. Yeah, yeah. They're. I would say that they're not fun. They're yes. very good, and it's good to watch fun baseball. And the play, some of the players on the teams are fun. Didi is fun. Yep. Aaron Judge is fun. Yep. But like the the pinstripes I don't like. They the literally sh- dress like bankers. Yeah, the clean shaven at like Guys. they have they can't have a beard. Like it's not allowed if you're a Yankee to have a beard. Yeah, I you know I I hear what you guys are saying and I uh I completely disagree, and you're absolutely wrong. Uh, You're wrong. You're so wrong. It's so good. And I think you know how fun it is to be not fun. Like, it is so fun that there is a team 
that you can like out there that says you can't even (laughs) you can't even grow a beard it's like you're wearing a suit to work to play a kid's (laughs) sport and I, i don't know if i love anything more than like a johnny damon sort of player who's known for having a giant like mound of hair and for being eccentric and fun coming it's like it's like the birth of darth vader like getting thrown in that lava yeah <laughs> like and then being encased in that and then they present them out with the shirt and they're just like you can tell something died in them they got told something yeah behind the locker like you get yeah. all the money but i guess i i like that they exist because i think it's important to have a team that um is the enemy Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yes, agreed. You, you want to heal, and also you re, you remember bit. it that way. But in the seventies, like everybody was kind of crazy. But the Bronx Bombers were kind of gross. Like they all had gross mustaches and yeah. were like, I I think that's why in Major League <laughs> the Yankee enemy cliche team they all look disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like big ugly oafs with mustaches. Um, this season has been, I think, particularly, um, like really fun to watch for the Yankees. No, um, difficult. (laughs) Uh, they were hit with some really, really bad injury luck. Yeah. Um, let's see. Didi was out for a while, right? Uh, Didi's still out. He might be returning. I think the last thing I heard is he's very close to coming back, which is great. Stanton's been out for the whole season. Yeah, he hurt himself at the beginning. Uh, I don't even know if he's played a game yet. Yeah, I don't think he has. No. Aaron Judge played a was was there for what? Maybe the first month or so, and a little then, bit of April, but got yeah. a I want to say a quad injury mm-hmm. or something. It's he's probably going to be the last one to get back. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Severino. Severino, R-A's. one of their best pitchers, is yeah, has been about, out the whole. About season. twelve people. Batansis is still gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've made, they've had like. Sanchez. They've had Sanchez. He came back first. Voight. Right. Uh, Bird went down, but right. he's probably... Wasn't Glaber uh, injured for like a tiny bit? A little bit. Clint yeah, Frazier been... was also injured for a little and, bit. Of and yet still they're like so far up oh, yeah. in the AL East. They're playing like 700 ball. Right I now. Yeah. Ha- just how? How does that happen? It only ever happens to the Yankees. I, you know... Part of me wants to say it's uh, it's like Brian Cashman, and it's it really is just twenty five years of uh, of statistics and algorithms and figuring out how to play Moneyball in the right way. But then part of me realizes it's not that at all. It's just that we're the Yankees, and it's just luck and fortune that uh, we're just a yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We got you good there. It's just better, dude. <laughs> it's just like things people want it to go right for you. Yeah. It's only them that I, that, that happens to. Yeah, I understand a little bit. Uh, I went to Ohio State, so I have the Ohio State Buckeyes who are almost always very good at mm-hmm. football. Mm-hmm. Um, that as far as, I mean, maybe Alabama is like the Yankees of football, but Ohio State comes close. Um, and it is fun to have a team that's, perpetually in the conversation of being good. Oh, yeah. Not one of the best. It is great. Yeah. And they are, you know, they are, like, the reason that baseball is popular in other parts of the world is because 
of the Yankees. People around the world are Yankees fans. Yeah. They don't know anything about baseball. They know about the New York Yankees. And I'll say that's definitely Babe Ruth. Like, yeah, but it is for sure. Very like even, uh, I went on my honeymoon in Japan and it's crazy how many just like Yankee hats you see just sure. And it's just a symbol now. Like it doesn't even, it just represents sports. I feel like I will say, uh, for as much as I don't like the Yankees now, all of their legacy historical players love. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the, the lore, uh, all the stories about it. Truly very rich history. Yeah. You kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit too, right? Just kind of old, old timey baseball in general. Yeah. I mean, I just love that stuff. I think I first got started into it with the Ken Burns documentary, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. It's, I wouldn't call it like required watching by any stretch of the imagination. It's very long. And I mean, if you like the civil war doc, it's like that maybe faster. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's, it's really baseball moves faster than war is what we, yeah, it is a really good documentary. You also couldn't, it's done through like decade by decade. Mm-hmm. So you could just pick a day. De- like, it's not like you have to watch all of it. Yeah. I think that there are benefits to watching all of it, but you could just be like, Oh, I want to watch about the 1940s. I have not watched it and I would like to. Yeah, so. you should. It's very fun. Yeah. But Babe Ruth, I mean, we all know how he changed the game, but before him, even some of those players were, were so interesting. And it's funny how like, the veteran players of that age hated Babe Ruth so much because of what he was doing. They were just like, you're ruining the sport. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. In is. the same way we talk about strikeouts and home runs yeah. today. Yeah. The audacity to like hit a bunch of home runs was so like foreign and new yeah. to the sport. One of my favorite stories is uh, Ty Cobb, I guess, came to New York one of the years that he was very just upset with Babe Ruth. And he hit like two or three home runs that day just to show that he could. Just to be like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> but uh, I was... Um, Weird choice to not just perpetually do, do that. I know. Yeah. Just like he decided not to. And I heard I the just, same thing about like, like Ichiro. That like yeah, Ichiro he, can hit bombs, but he's just like, why would I? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that too. That if Ichiro wanted to hit a bunch of home runs, he could have hit a bunch of home runs. Okay, yeah. I like it when Ichiro does it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're starting to like the Yankees a little bit more, right, Brady? Clint, racist. I mean, I like Babe Ruth a lot, for sure. He's a fun, interesting. I mean, just he's so strange. He's such a strange-looking person. Have you heard his voice? Yeah. It sounds exactly like you would think a yeah. baseball player sounds like. Then there's mm-hmm. old interviews. I encourage everyone to go look him up. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to like pinpoint exactly why Babe Ruth is is so important. Um the I guess it, the t- his timing was really good, right? He like became a star right after the Black Sox scandal. Yeah. So I think like when baseball was really at, at a had a, a a big problem there was this person that everybody could start rooting for right away. Yeah, I think because it was so big to have so many different players involved in something so dramatic and so consequential to the game that it sort of had to go backwards and be about an individual. Mm -hmm. And he just, like, lived up to expectations for some reason. I mean, it's it's hard to, like, look at those statistics and... And you just like shake your head because you don't understand how somebody could be 
on that level while everybody else of the same age is yeah. like so far behind. We mentioned it earlier about Cody Bellinger possibly, you know, having a 15 war season. Mm-hmm. The uh, Babe Ruth has to this day the highest war single season record of right around 15, a little bit Unbelievable. less, I think. And then um, we always forget he was also a great pitcher. Yeah. And yeah, he just was he yeah, in, in a moment when the game kind of needed to change a little bit because of scandals and stuff yeah. like that, he was just like the guy that... And he introduced the DH, which I you love. That in, I don't like that. You love the DH. He introduced it? Well, you know, they introduced it for him, I feel like, right? Was No, no that no, was no, much no, later. No, no, that no, was I'm, much joking. Later. I'm joking. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> joking. You're joking. Yeah, it wasn't, I think, till the 70s. I, I think yeah. I did just find out for the first time earlier this year that uh, Babe Ruth was a pitcher as well which mm-hmm. blew my mind yeah he was a really really good Very pitcher good and but he was such a uh, such an amazing hitter that uh the team was essentially finally like you got to stop pitching because yeah. you're you're so much better at uh, uh hitting but yeah. he was a great pitcher i don't know how he was as an outfielder i'm imagining not great probably wasn't great but like he famously smashed into the wall and got a yeah. concussion but i think if you're just that good it doesn't matter as mm. much you know um, as long as like you can catch the easy yeah. ones and at the same did. time, still, uh, an age, it was probably right at the tail end of it where he is one of the players who has jumped into the stands to fight somebody who just like yelled at him. Yeah. 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 Still when like that was allowed, which yeah, yeah. When we were talking about old timey players, that is one of my favorite things is just the communication between, the people who were watching the game and the people playing the game, I think because they were making so much less money, it mm-hmm. was like, you yell at that guy. <laughs> it's a job. He's playing baseball out here. Right. And um, uh, one of my favorite, uh, I keep hitting my foot. Sorry. It's <laughs> You're fine. You're fine, dude. One of my favorite players is uh, Rube Waddell. You ever mm-hmm. hear about this guy? I do not know him. This was a famous pitcher. Um, in the dead ball era. So a little before Babe Ruth, but he was, I don't know, some, something was up with him, but he would get distracted because people in the crowd would bring puppies to games or shiny mirrors. Oh my God. And he would watch them. And sometimes a fire truck would go by and he loved fire trucks and he would chase the fire truck and they would have to be like, all right, Game's over, I guess. <laughs> Rube oh went. God. And uh, yeah, this guy got traded a bunch. I think he was on Cleveland at some point, but oh, good. I I bet we that was a good trade for us. <laughs> he uh, he ended up getting basically was unhirable, even though he pitched what at the time was considered like one of the best fastballs of of the era. Like people were like, you can't hit it; it's so fast. And uh, and then he saved some kid dying of pneumonia because they fell in a pond or a lake or something, and then he died of pneumonia at, oh. like, a young age. Wow. Yeah, look up Rube Waddell. He's a real interesting character, and uh, and it sounds like maybe baseball's first, like, uh, insane person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... Um... That's really interesting. The, the game was, it was so, it's it's kind of hard to fathom how different mm-hmm. going to a major league game was then. You know, there were no fences, essentially. Like, there was just a crowd of people and, like, a rope, maybe. Yeah. And 
yeah, it's 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 it seems very fun to me. Yeah, it sounds really really fun. It, it's hard to imagine. Uh, there are leagues I know around the country that like are old timey leagues that you have to wear like the uniforms that they wore, and they all like the gloves were really small. They were basically just like hand gloves. How often yeah. do you oh, think yeah. they can get eighteen people together? I don't know. I saw people are weird. They, people are probably committed to no, that. No, I I love the I, no. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm one of those 18, but <laughs> I saw an example of what a bat looked like, the bat like handle, mm-hmm. um, and the evolution of it and some crazy handles. At one point it was just a what looked like a door I mean, right now it looks like a doorknob, but like a round ball at the end of it. Weird. Crazy. Yeah. And the other end looked like it uh, I don't know, like a an ornate like carved like a uh, like a stairwell like banister pole or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It looked nuts. It yeah. did not seem to, like it was the ideal thing, but maybe they thought finger grip. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean it was also so different than too. Like pitchers weren't throwing it as weren't trying to strike out the batter. You know, no. so they're just kind of throwing it over the plate. Like that wasn't an optimal thing that they thought they should do it was right. just like let them hit the ball using the um, same disgusting ball too yeah exactly the yeah, whole yeah, game yeah, yeah. that um, they've had since like the civil war yeah it's like our softball games yeah oh yeah oh yeah um you know francis we do love you i, I know and what are you doing with your hand there nothing we just <laughs> um we want the best for you that's all and so I want the best for you guys, so I'm I'm happy that you've turned a corner and you guys are big Yankee fans now. That's not the case. Okay. Real quick, I do want to bring up this home run pool again. Okay. Because what happened was my girlfriend, Kristen, her brother invited me graciously into him and all of his college buddies' home run pool where you just pick, what, like 10 players from yeah. 10 different brackets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically like the first bracket is the 10 best home run hitters. You choose one of them. The second bracket's the second best home home run hitters. You right. pick one of them. Yeah. So we all threw in twenty or thirty dollars, something like that. Everyone picks ten guys from these ten brackets. Whoever winds up with the most home runs across their team uh, wins. Gets all this dough at the end. Nice. And so, oh God, no. <laughs> uh, and so, thank you. Um, I feel like. Um, I don't want to say I joined reluctantly, but I feel like you were kind of like, it's really low effort. You should join this. I definitely sold it. it really, yeah. It, I mean, it really is. It is like you choose these people at the beginning of the season, and you don't have to do anything until the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. It's Which great. is great. Yeah. Low buy-in. Yeah. But um, You did Ken, originally uh, push for me to join, I feel. Just a little bit. You were like, I'm, all right, I'm looking for you. Okay. So long story Yankee. short, Francis Classic is Yankee trouncing. Stuff. Every everybody, oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, and so I invited um, Francis, Joey, a couple other buddies, all of whom are doing very well in this thing. <laughs> I am not doing well. I'm 17th place out of 20 people. Not good. <laughs> um, Francis has his team has 40 more home runs than I do. Okay. And he is leading by 16 home runs. Okay. Um, so you just need one of your guys to hit 40 home runs. Yeah. And that sounds of, okay. Yeah. And, and, and none of Francis's guys. Yeah. Maybe Jose Ramirez is good for 40 home runs. He, it could be his year. Yeah. This could be his year. 
I do think, yeah, if you, all you have to do is either have one guy do very well and have everybody on my side not do well and, or just have everybody on your side do better than they're doing right now. There's also, because we're all chose it, those are the like, there's a lot of crossover between the players mm-hmm. that people chose. So it is this weird thing where it's like, all right, I guess I want this guy to slow down a little bit because Francis also has him, yeah. but I want this guy to do really well, but then this guy ahead of me also has that guy. Yeah. yeah. I picked Cole Calhoun and nobody did. I mean, who even heard that why, sentence? W- yeah. Why would you have chosen Cole Hal- Calhoun? Is another f- fucking Yankee fan yeah. choosing a player who should not be good at all. I brought Jock Peterson because uh, his name's Jock. I, yeah, I kind of get that. Oh, my God. Um, and anyways, uh, my girlfriend's brother uh, reached out to me and was like, who are these guys? Who, who did you invite to this? Because they're all ringers. They're all doing very well. And I wish I could say that I was part of that. I am doing pretty poorly. Anyways. I believe in you, Brady. Those numbers yeah. are going to switch around. It's a long season. Yeah, it's thanks, It's a long dude. season, Brady. Both of you aren't invited back next year. Okay, that's fine. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I was going to invite all these random people I don't know out or something at the end of it if if we can and then we'll we'll have a beer and, and laugh and yeah enjoy. yeah let's do that oh yeah let's invite all these random strangers that we're in this pool with yeah <laughs> i think we'll be happy about it um well francis like i said we hate the yankees but we love you i don't know which is more in that situation but i mean it's still true no matter what guys i'm a big fan of the show i can't believe it's it's taken you this long to hate the yankees uh publicly on the show no i think that we've been pretty no you've you've been so i every episode i've listened and you you're so casually like them Hmm. and mention nice things about them all the time i guarantee it comes up on the very next episode that we hate the yankees yeah as well as our b (laughs) check-in and also what team is jay bruce on well as long as you keep them in the conversation oh god (laughs) all right (laughs) all right hey thanks so much for being here francis (laughs) uh thanks for listening everybody we'll uh see you next time see ya The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.